first before we start. I don't know about you, but I'm a little bit hyped. <laughs> a bit like overexcited. Right, let me get our song on. We'll start it again and I'm gonna... Gonna go high now. Can you hear me? Okay. Okay, so just let's just shake it out a little bit. I know I need to. Just the day and everything, and all the thoughts and the messages and all the to-dos and everything that we've read and seen and everything that's in our field that's, uh, let's get home to ourselves, to our hearts, shake your head, shake your hands, shake your shoulders, however you want to move, and just place your hands on their boxing the tummy. It's a really deep inhale from the bottom of your tummy. Inhale. And exhale. Ah. Make sure you let it out. Make sure you get
Just give ourselves a little second to move into this, uh, back into this reality before we start with the doing. Would anyone like to share anything before we begin? Anybody? Okay, we'll move straight in. Or you could use chair screen. Thank you. Real versus fake. 
the authenticity scale. Okay, let's begin. Identifying real versus fake. If you're a pure heart, a good soul, you would do anything to help anyone else. You may find that you give the same trust to everybody, regardless of what they give you. You might expect to be treated how you treat others and feel disheartened when it is not returned with the same love, attention, help and support that you give. It is important to protect our energy when we want to give, when we want to give to others and not hurt ourselves in this process. <clears throat> we must also learn to manage our own expectations of others, as in not expecting from them what we would give. They may not be in the same place as us, and we can ultimately become hurt or upset when our expectation of another is not met. We often expect from others what we will give or do or say ourselves. The most important part of this is understanding that everybody is not us. We are not everybody else. We all have our own triggers. We all have our own, our own wounds. What one person says to five of us standing here might bother one of us and it mightn't bother the other four of us at all. So it's understanding that it's not what people say, it's what we hear. And it's not what we say, it's what they hear. What we say isn't necessarily what's heard. And what someone says to us isn't necessarily what we hear. Okay, we'll move on. Here's what we can look for to understand who is being authentic with us and who is not. We are all incredible human beings at our soul level when we are being our authentic self. Not everyone is able to be their authentic self, and especially not 100% of the time. They may be stuck in fear, scared of judgment, or opinions. We are all finding new layers to ourselves every single day. Okay. Number one. So we're going to go through five points here. Number one is... Check in with ourselves. Are we being authentic? So one way to know this is if we are afraid that someone else is judging us, this is normally a sign that we are actually in judgment ourselves, that we are judging ourselves. So if we go into a space and we feel, I can't be myself here, I can't be myself here, that is because we feel that we are going to get judged by others. But the actual fact of it is we are judging ourselves. So it's when we lose the judgment of ourselves that we become that we become more authentic when we are surrounded by others. So it's really important for us to check in with ourselves. Are we being authentic everywhere we go? Um, we've got another module coming soon, which is going to be called about going to be about matching energy. So are we being authentic everywhere we go? So do we change depending on what people we are around or are we us everywhere we go? Because ultimately that means that we're changing, constantly changing our vibration. And it means that we're actually matching energy. We're not being the energy. We're changing ourselves to match our environment. If we aren't, it is likely to... It's likely to feel to us that no one else is being authentic. So we do our self-work first. Okay, we'll move on. Feeling our environment. So pay close attention to how you feel when you are around people. Our emotions are all messages. Now, this isn't to say that um, you get triggered or someone makes you feel uncomfortable. These are really good ways for us to grow. And every new environment that we put ourselves in, we will come away from these situations with little, little things that stuck with us. So a, a way for us to move forward with this is when we leave our environment to decode what happened. So what stuck with you? Because what stuck with you probably won't have stuck with anyone else. And that is our own messages. So if I was in a in a place and I felt um, 
uncomfortable around a certain person or I felt someone was making me feel uncomfortable. After I'd leave, I would write about that experience and then I would ask myself, what is it in them that is in me? What is it in them that I am seeing, which is a reflection of me? Because we'd see that in everybody otherwise. Why do those specific things stick with us? And these are our clues. But most of the time, when we're in an environment, we go, I don't feel comfortable here. And we walk away rather than actually leaning in and going, well, why don't I feel comfortable here? Because really, I should be able to feel comfortable wherever I go. No one's got power over me or control over me or dictates how I feel. So why, sh why should I need to move away from somewhere to feel comfortable? There's something in that environment that is erupting something within us, which is a message for us. All of our emotions are messages, no matter what they are. All of our emotions. Sometimes we could be in an environment and feel like it's just not for us. It's not in alignment. And with this, it would be very clear. It would be very clear. It wouldn't be like, oh, I just don't feel right, or I don't know, or I just want to leave. That's when it can be a shadow. Whereas when it's when we when we know it's because of the environment, clearly, and it's nothing to do with us, we would have a very clear explanation. For instance, everyone's rotten drunk and no one's talking to me. The music's too loud and I can't have connected conversations. That's why I'm leaving. Like, you know why. You know why. When it's a bit like you're not really sure, that's when it's something inside us that we then need to go away and explore. Does anybody have a time that they have felt any of this or any experiences that they would like to share? Anything Hey Liz. Hey. Hi. Hi. You're right. Um, so this actually happened the other week when, and this is a bit weird because it was my nana's funeral. And at the wake afterwards, um, I just started to feel really, really uncomfortable and really, really closed in. And I didn't lean into it. I just left. <laughs> I just got off. I just couldn't but I, I don't know I couldn't I couldn't still now I can't figure out what it was I think I don't know if it was just I, I'd like to know I just can't even tell you but mm -hmm. yeah that's when that sort of happened that's a bit of a different situation I guess but no no I am hearing you thanks so much for sharing and especially you know around um our family and and, and such a such a um a time that it's going to be very emotional for you. You're going to have a lot of memories and stuff, aren't you? And mm. many things that come up. But even these things can set us off like a smell. Literally, it could just be that on the buffet was a, a pasta that you had when you were five, when there was murder in the house. Mm. These are the type of things that are uh, within us that we're not aware of. It can, it can be dates of the year even like our mm. body remember there was a woman who uh, there was a story about a woman who had a heart attack every day every year the same date because of a pain that she'd felt 10 years before oh. and it was triggers around the date mm. so it, it's any type of sense any of our senses so when I'm in that situation I'm like what song's on what what what, what foods here what can I smell it's like it's like we're in a video game Literally, you know, mm -hmm. trying to code these experiences, and you, you could have just been overwhelmed, you know, must have been a very yeah. difficult day for you. Yeah, and then I was told I had to mingle <laughs> when really I wanted to just go and sit somewhere by myself for a few hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe that was it. It was having like, I don't know, it, I, I, at times when on that day, I did feel like when I was about 10 and I was being told smile go on yeah. go and do that when really I didn't want to go and do that like maybe like my hamster had just died or you know like something had happened and I didn't want to be smiling and be nice to everybody but yeah yeah so maybe well, maybe it's that 
reflecting on it. That's, a, that's an invalidation, isn't it, of our of our own emotions, and we wonder why we invalidate ourselves when we were younger. We get told to like apologize to a parent when we haven't done anything wrong, when it's them who are mad, so parents don't argue. Or we get told to go and hug someone or we're rude. Never mind like how we feel. Or make sure you've got them clothes on and look like this because I don't want them thinking this. Mm. And we get taught all about this appearance and we wonder why we're all, our society is obsessed with physical appearance. Mm. It's, uh, it's deep, isn't it? It's deep. Yeah, really deep. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. And there's uh, there's so much to it. And for me, I wouldn't be able to cope without decoding. I have to decode. If I walk away from something, I need to understand what, what it was inside me. Otherwise, I just keep getting the same thing over and over. And I've done this over years and years and years. Now it's it's actually a laugh and joke here with my friends. So we were at a retreat for two days and they're like, oh, are you coming to the dance on Saturday? And I was, and then someone went, that's only two days after this. She has to go into, into integration <laughs> because I literally, I have to go in after, especially like a retreat. We learn so much, don't we? And we're around different people and we get these, all these different thoughts, different emotions and, when we bring them back onto ourselves, we really see what's going on inside us. It's Liz, so how do you how do you like separate yourself? So what I find I do is instead of having integration days, I am constantly doing that. So like that then say something happened on the school run in the morning and it's triggered me in a way, I could then spend my entire day with that on my mind trying to figure out and it can ruin my mood it can ruin like it just it can blip everything for the whole day how do you how do you like what do you do do you like write it down and then come back to it or yeah so it depends what it is so give me an example um oh gosh this is hard <laughs> I know. I know. Um, let's try and think of something so for instance like a voice note I've got a new friend and we voice note quite a lot but yeah. I'm constantly um because of like my friendship with my old best mate which was really really toxic and we used to voice note a lot and it was really toxic in our voice notes like we were quite emotionally um reliant on each other in in a bad way we'd find problems basically whilst we were chatting away to each other to talk about not like purposely it was just happening um, but anyway, I, I then will send a voice note to this new friend and then I'll spend, and I'll maybe say something on it and then I'll spend hours afterwards thinking like, oh God, why did I say that? Like, why didn't I say this? Like, where's that come from? And, you know, like all these questions start buzzing around my head. That's the only example I can think of, but there's loads of other little ones. But <laughs> Is this when the person doesn't reply or is it just... Even when they do reply, like I, I can like get, in my head that much that I'm I make up a story and that's it it does I don't like I, don't, I wouldn't let that person know that I've made up this story but in my head I've got that story yeah then, yeah so it's like obsessive isn't it like compulsive thought so presence mm. alters with this so normally when we send a voice note not many of us actually get present see the way we all join together at the beginning then and we got present this is supporting us in understanding where our communication what we want to say is coming from whereas in our day-to-day -day life when things are fast a lot of things come from our subconscious so unless we actually get present before we have communication we can tend to second guess what it is that we've just said but mm -hmm. when we're present we don't because when we're actually saying it we're aware of what we're saying when we're, when we haven't we've just said it and then later we get conscious of it what did I say then? Why did I say that? Because we weren't in that moment at that time. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's a fear of judgment as well, isn't it? It's a fear yeah. of judgment. Because if we didn't care what they said, then we wouldn't be bothered. No. Or what they thought even. I need to find a way of getting out of my head. <laughs> 
I was saying this to one of my friends earlier, like, because I literally, like, honestly, the integration, I spend all day doing it about everything. I do think maybe getting a journal or something and just writing it down and then being like, right, I'll come back to that tonight when I've got an hour tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I write all of mine down. Yeah. I write all of mine down. I I wouldn't be able to uh, cope without my journal, but I think being able to get into our body is the most important thing. Like if we can't get into our body, then we've got a problem. So if we can't move ourselves out of our mind, and you know then at the beginning, was you in your mind or in your body? Um, For a little while in my mind, but then I did go into my body. Okay. Let's just see what Hayley says here. I'm the same overthinking. There's no response or overthink what I've sent, yeah. Because if there's no response, it could be like a, a fear of abandonment as well. Um, When we are, yeah, when we have these intrusive thoughts, not thoughts where we're decoding and we're trying to understand what's going on, but thoughts that we can't silence, thoughts that are making us feel uncomfortable, that maybe give us anxiety. We're, we're just not in our body. We're completely living in our mind. So coming into our body is how we turn the mind off. So senses. So instead of going over and over and over and over it, just write it down, drop it, and then take control and say, right, I'm going to get into my body now. Actually say, I'm going to get into my body now. And do a practice that will support you in moving into your body. So it could be touch and, mm. and, and feeling like really feeling it. And for when I come into my body, I will say to myself, these thoughts are birds and they're just passing through. These thoughts are birds and they're just passing through. And then I keep feeling and keep feeling and keep feeling, like battling with the thought with a feeling. So it could be even uh, a smell or moving this glass of water. I'm going to focus on this water. Because as soon as you create focus like this or tap in to these senses, you come out of your mind. Like we had the song on then. There was music on when I was saying, follow me voice. That was the sound that we were attaching to. When we come out of our heads, our thoughts don't go anywhere. It's learning to not attach to them. So if you think, oh, I'm meditating and I've got thoughts or I want to come out of my head, but I'm still thinking... This is completely normal. It's just not attaching to them. So for me, I wouldn't have been able to not attach to any of my thoughts. I attached to every single thought I had, every single thought, and went on my own little story with every single one until I learned how to just switch it and get into my body. This will be one of the most profound things that you can ever do for yourself in your entire life is learning how to switch. It could just be your breath. You could just put your hands on your tummy and just do like three breaths and, and really feel your tummy going up and down. Just anything that brings you into your senses. Mm. That make any sense? Yeah, absolutely. Like I found um, for me, like my, my, I don't know if this is a coping mechanism or if it's actually a way of getting into my body, but having my airpods in or like headphones in with like chakra healing music everywhere that I go <laughs> I can still hear people talking but just having that like sound in my ears just allows me to disconnect enough to not be in my head yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't I don't know if I'm anywhere when I'm listening when that's there if you know what I mean I'm not really in my body and I'm not really in my mind I'm just there <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, better than um, being in my mind. So yeah, halfway yeah, there, but no, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start the um, senses thing. I think that's a really good. Once, once you do that, which you'll do it, you just need a few situations that challenge you to do it. But then mm. once you do it, you're in full control. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome. I'm excited to hear about these. Um, new ways, whatever you do, how, how you switch. <clears throat> I've only recently, oh, sorry, there's more questions here. 
I'm the same overthinking response and work. A person makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't like the person that she is. She's unprofessional and don't need that one. Nasty to some of the colleagues. For example, if this person is in the tea room, I have I have to not be around her. She just she does try to talk to me at times, but I just feel uncomfortable. And I don't want to be around it. I wish I could learn to not let it affect me. Okay, perfect. Whoever this woman is, picture her as a small little girl. As anybody who is uh, reactive or is, is coming across unprofessional or is mean to other people are all deeply struggling. We're all doing the work and we all have our stuff. So people who are not doing any work, they're not even aware of the work that they need to do. So it's it's looking at that person as a small little girl. And how you could combat this is be kind to her. Like ask her questions. How's your day been today? And that, that'll shift from you to her then if she's trying to talk to you. It's looking at the other person as a child. No, you're welcome. I think it's very difficult to not to not like someone when you look at them as a as a child. Even though we know that they're struggling, you know, and they're not kind to people around us. I've only recently been able to go to the shops without headphones. I used to get totally overwhelmed with everything going on. And that's okay. You know, we are all sensitive. We are all sensitive. Just, just understand that there's nothing wrong with anyone here. There's nothing wrong with anyone. We are very highly sensitive souls. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here doing this work. We're very empathic. We can feel everyone else's emotions. And if we're not in control of ourselves and learn how to protect our own energy, we literally take them on and we go home with them and we even go to bed with them. And then we sit there all night and we don't even know if they're ours or not. And then there's something wrong with us and then there's something wrong with our life. When actually we just went the Asda and there's nothing even wrong. So it, it's, it's gaining control over saying, is this mine? What am I feeling? Let me get back into my body. Let me ask myself some questions. Let me see how I'm feeling. What is this emotion I'm feeling? I'm feeling anger. Okay, I'm feeling angry. What has just happened in the last fucking hour? That's just switched me. Nothing. Okay, well, is this mine? Not, not everything we feel is ours. Why didn't no one tell us that? Why didn't no one tell us that? Yeah, protective energy bubble before you go out. It's, it's necessary. It's absolutely necessary. And if you don't have a little sacred kit at home, Please buy a box and create yourself a sacred kit. Create yourself a, like an energy clearance kit. So I have um, Copal, Sage, uh, little different things. In, and that's my little sacred box. We all need this little space that we can go to, to connect to our hearts, to ourselves, to the divine. So create a little kit for me I'm constantly clearing I clear I clear about three or four times a day I have it in my bag and everything <laughs> it's just like it's literally like think of us going to a park and it's raining and there's mud and we're in and out the park all day now when we get home we wash this from us when we've been outside but what we're not doing is washing the energy off us from other people. And I'm not saying this is good or bad energy. It's just contamination. It's just energy that's not ours. It's like saying I'm going to go in the mud, but it's not bad mud. So I'll just leave it on. We, we need to get back into our own sovereignty. And to do that, we need to be in our body and we need to cleanse. So I love water. A wa water is just a blessing to 
actually it actually clears our aura if we get in immerse ourselves into water it clears our aura so it's just understanding that there's a lot going on outside of our physical there's a lot that we can't see there are multiple parallel realities universes dimensions that are all here right now and this isn't just for the likes of energetics from humans there's entities you know there's entities that move through other people have you ever seen someone drunk go absolutely crazy this is because alcohol levels our consciousness and this opens us up for spirits to move through that's why alcohol is called spirits it lowers our consciousness and a lot of the time the people the person who's behaving it's not even them it's not even them who's actually behaving in that way there's a lot what we can't see and clearing for us is is what we have to do for our sovereignty it's like getting a shower hmm energy bubbles hmm. okay we'll move on to the next one pay attention to people who don't clap when you win so the people around us should be supporting us how we support them watch out for those who support you in private but do not support you in public now for many reasons we can have people around us who do not support us which has absolutely nothing to do with us and everything to do with them but we want to be around people who want the best for us as we do them and this is very difficult because we all have our own limits, our limiting beliefs. We all have our own um, things that we want to bring forward into our life that maybe we don't know how. And this is where jealousy comes from. So it's not necessarily at us in particular. It's something that's happening within them. But it's really important to know who is on your team. Who is actually on your team when you have good news, when you have, if you've got the best news of your life tomorrow, here's a little exercise for after tonight, Get go through your phone book and have a look at all the people in the list, go through your contacts, just scroll through and ask yourself, if I got really good news, would I, would I want to share this with that person? Because the people around us, we should we should want to share our news with we should want to share with them if we don't then there's there's a problem okay we'll move on oh we are just said that one <laughs> yeah it doesn't mean that they might be happy for us but they may be unhappy with themselves. And there are so many people going through so much all around us at all stages of our life. It's not personal, but awareness is key. So we could be at a really difficult stage in our lives and we have a friend that's in a really good time, in a really good phase of their life. And we can feel shit when we're not in this good space, but we can still be happy for our friends. And that's what we want others to be with us. And it, it's having compassion as well in these times, isn't it? It's having compassion for what other people are, are going through when we... Is that a reason why we don't want to share news? That's another reason. Okay, we'll move on. This is a big one for me. So saying no. So the first thing I do is I find out what a person wants usually to see if I can help them because obviously we're all here supporting each other um but if I'm unsure about the energy or what I'm feeling I will um I'll say no to what it is that they want from me and this is particularly good for anyone who's dating by the way so if you don't give someone what they want instantly say no and watch how they behave afterwards that will tell you everything that you need to know about that person everything you don't need to know anything else after that 
seeing how our boundaries are accepted. If we're around people that react when we say no, we're never going to be in our truth with these people because we're going to be afraid that if we say something, we're going to get a reaction. What then will happen is we'll shove down our own truth. We'll shove our emotions down. And this is where we then begin to have problems with our expression, with our sensuality, with our sexuality. Of this, Just from this one thing, not being able to be liberated in our, in our own true voice and our own true expression. Because when we share a boundary, it's not welcomed. We want someone to respond to our boundaries with love and understanding. And if they can't do that, we're never going to be able to use our voice. We really get to see someone's intentions around this time. So pay attention and just see if they just wanted whatever it was from you. But if they actually wanted to be your friend or, you know, say no. Just say no and watch. Does anybody have anything that they'd like to share? Okay. Is there any more of these? Look. Ah. The truth about real and fake, we are all incredible human beings and we want the best for everyone but we must have self-awareness boundaries and protect our own energy. This people-pleasing era is over. It's gone. It's finished. It's way gone. This people-pleasing, babysitting other people's emotions, making sure everyone is okay with your decisions, that's over now. It, it's finished. It's completely gone. If we want to align with our truth and be in our heart and actually be liberated in our body, People pleasing is the biggest block, the biggest block. And it's something that we have to consciously ask every day. Am I doing this because I want to do it? Or am I doing it because I'm scared of what they're going to say? Or I'm scared of a judgment that, that might be made? Or am I doing it because I want validation from them? Or am I doing it because I'm afraid that they're going to abandon me? or cancel me out of a group, or not be my friend anymore? Why am I doing the thing that I am doing? What is my intention behind what I am doing? Am I going places I don't get, I don't want to go? Why? Because that's our work. We need this awareness around ourselves as to why we do the things that we do. And anyone that is worth having in our life will respect our boundaries. It's very important to protect our energy. You are valuable. You are valuable. And whoever gets to be with you in your energy, in your presence, should appreciate that. And if you are present with them, you should demand that they are present with you. If you are present with them, if that's what you want, then say it. I went for dinner with someone and they were on the phone and I just said, are you here or you're on your phone? Because I've took time out of my day to be here with, be here with you. So if you're not going to be here, I'm going to get off. It's that simple, really. I'm giving you my time. Give me yours. This is us open our boundaries. This is us open our standards. This is us asking for what we require. And the only reason why we don't ask is because we're afraid to lose things. Where if we get so strong in ourselves, we won't be. And then that's when all these people start falling away out of our life because the ones who aren't going to come up to this standard that we set for ourselves are going to go. They're going to fall away and that's okay because we don't need that in our life. Hmm. And the more we do this, the fuller we become and the more of service that we can be to others. If we are empty, we, we can't be of service to the one, to others and none of it's personal. Okay. I don't know, uh, it's like there's loads. Okay, so just get a pen and um, what are you thinking and feeling that did not match what you were saying and doing? Explore this. So when have you been in a situation where you are thinking something and feeling something, but what you're saying and what you're doing is different? So internal world, 
external world. Internal world, external world. So when have I been in a situation where what I am thinking and feeling is different to what I am saying and doing? Like your example before, Nicola, that where you was in the space and you were feeling like, I just want to be on my own here. I'm feeling like I want to, um, yeah, go and sit over there. But then what we're doing is mingling. So this is a mismatch between our internal and external world. And this is what um, we need to bring into alignment. All them four things must match. But there's a reason behind all of the things that we do. So it's about us finding out, is it because we don't want to be rude? You know, is it because, um, yeah, whatever reason, it's finding out what that reason is and aligning them. So think of a time now when what you have been feeling and thinking has been different to what you've been saying and doing. Do you want to go there on Friday? Yeah, I'll be there. Here I am trotting on Friday. But inside I'm thinking, I don't even want to go here. What am I going for then? What am I actually going for then? This is misaligned. This is when there's a, there's a shadow there. There's a trauma response there. There's a pattern there. There's something that's playing over and over. And it's, and it's all from fear. All of it. So we find it and we eliminate it. Once you've found this thing, ask yourself why you didn't match your external world with your internal world. Why didn't I match what I was thinking and feeling to what I was saying and doing? Was I just not conscious at that moment in time? Or was I afraid of something? Have I got a story or a program, something going around in my head that's telling me it's not okay? For me to feel or think what I'm thinking, and I should be thinking something else because what I'm thinking, I'm not allowed to think. A really good thing that I do. And I do it before I sleep every night, depending on where I've been or what I've been doing. Um, when I'm in a situation throughout the day, when I come home, I decode of an evening and I clear up what's going on inside me. And then if there's anything that I wish I would have said or I've got a feeling about something, I send a message. This is just something that I do and it's something that supports me. And I say... Um, I'm just resting in truth before I sleep. When this happened today, um, I felt blah, blah, blah. I just wanted to share this. Or whatever. It's, I'm bringing everything to light. Everything to light all of the time. Is there anything hiding there? Is there any shadows? Is there anything I'm burying? Is there something I wish I would have said and I never? Or was I not conscious enough in that moment? Or did I react? Or do I want to say something? And it doesn't necessarily have to be sent to someone else. It could just be a, a journal input. Whatever it is that, that you need to do to bring yourself back into centre. There's so much learning for us when this happens. Okay, we'll move on to the next one. Can you, can you think of a time when you feel like a person mightn't have been being authentic with you? What do you feel that they were thinking and feeling that didn't match what they were saying or doing? And just keep in mind the projections that we have, because obviously 
we never know what somebody else is thinking or feeling. We can have a feeling, but we never actually know. And a lot of what we see is just a projection of what we are. A lot of what we say is just a projection of what we are. Anything that there's blame and it's outside, it's just a projection of what we are. Okay, we'll move on. What are you thinking and feeling that is not matching what you are saying and doing right now in your life? Right now, right now. What are you thinking and feeling? But what you're saying and doing is different. Could be I don't like this job, but I'm still going to work every day. There's loads of things in our life that we're not aligned in. And our job is to align each one, otherwise we're not aligned. We're terrible liars, you know. Most of the things we don't even admit to ourselves because of the action that it requires. Telling the truth requires radical responsibility. And for many of us, that means huge shifts in our life that have to take place. Maybe, you know, we don't believe we can. Maybe we can't be bothered. There's many reasons why we can be misaligned. And it always comes from a lie. And this is really good to spot the misalignments in our life. Start matching everything from internal. And things take time, you know. A lot of things we can't just shift like that. But we can we can create awareness around them and understand that this is actually a problem in my life. This isn't aligned with who I am right now. I need to make these changes. Pay attention when you're thinking and feeling something and your actions are different. There's a payoff there. This is a payoff to our soul, by the way. A payoff to our soul. Our evolution is coming into alignment and being in truth. That's how we grow and come into alignment with our soul. When we're not doing that, we're selling something. We're selling our soul for something. And we have to find out what it is. Because our soul wants truth. Okay, we'll move on to the next one. The authenticity scale. Here we go. So the goal is authentic balance. To be both internal and externally authentic. My environment feels right when I am saying and doing what feels right. Think, feel, do and say. So when we're in equilibrium, we're in a high vibration. When we are, um, what we think and feel is inauthentic or what we say and do is inauthentic, we can become misaligned in our internal or in our external. And yet we can change our own thoughts and feelings to match our our external. So think external authenticity, what we do and... Um, what we say and do. So I am saying and doing that I'm going to go to this event on Friday. Now, I am thinking and feeling that I don't want to. But it's that strong, my resistance and my fear of rejection, abandonment, someone thinking I'm going to be rude, whatever that is, that I will begin to change my internal world. 
I will begin to change my own thought patterns, my own feelings. I'll begin to make excuses. Oh, I haven't seen them for ages. Oh, it'll be good for me to get out. Well, you know, it's only this week. These are all these terrible lies, lies that we tell ourselves to bring ourselves into equilibrium because we all just want to be in equilibrium. We don't care how we get there. We just need to be back into centre. And um, for many of you that have done the um, cognitive dissonance modules, you'll know what, what, what this cognitive dissonance, it's so uncomfortable inside our body. It's so uncomfortable. It's just a feeling where you just you just feel so uncomfortable because there's something not matching. So if we think, feel, do, and say, if we're not willing to change the external, we actually change the internal, which is even worse. It's even worse because then we're so far out of truth, which is what makes us, you know, feel good, which makes us authentic. We can have fear, anger, guilt, shame, all of these, um, both ends of the spectrum are, are low vibration. So when we're in truth and we're in equilibrium, we're in a higher vibration and it's everything we do. Think, feel, do, say, think, feel, do, say, think, feel, do, say, think, feel, do, say, all the time. Okay, that is it. Does anybody have any questions? Anybody can't get that song out my head. <laughs> what what is that boy's own or something? Rock your body. Backstreet, backstreet boys. <laughs> I told you I'm on one today. Oh god. <laughs> oh, does anyone have any questions? No thanks. Thank you so much. I feel like I understand myself so much more. Yay! Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm so happy that this was um this was supportive. Yay, yay, yay. So I'll ask everyone again. Is there anything that anyone would like to share? If not, we're going to move into our body for just a few minutes and then we'll be finished. We're going to move into our body and get out of our minds before we leave. Um please journal tonight. What, what we've just been discussing because most of our insights comes from after, after we sit with ourselves and actually go through it. Right, so I am now going to, let's see, share audio. I'm gonna put some music on and we're gonna go into our body. Just bear with me one second. Can everybody hear me? Yeah, I'm the music. Let's go back home to our bodies, out of our minds. Remember that we can come back home to our body and turn our mind off. I feel the magic living in my bones And I have eyes to see that I am whole again I hear the music playing in my soul And we will sing until we come home again La da di da dum So let the rain fall down. Thirsty the ground. Let it pour until the rivers flow again. Let the rain fall down. 
aligning our thoughts and past lives. So thirsty the ground. And activating our Let it pour until the river's clean again. Man tries to control the water. Builds his dams to fuel his empire. Can't change the fate of the river. To make it to the ocean. Man tries to control the water. Builds his dams to fuel the empire. We can't change the fate of the river. To make it to the ocean. Okay, I'm just going to check these messages for the leave. Yeah, okay, brilliant. Would anybody like to share anything before we leave? Anybody, anything, anybody, anything? No. Okay, well, please can you send... Please can you send the songs you played today on WhatsApp? So go on to Spotify and put my name in. And there's a playlist there called Freedom. The, that whole playlist is all these songs. So there's, there's different ones there, but this playlist is Freedom. Um, why? If I share the playlist, it might be the same. Oh, that's so annoying. Um...
I'll find out what the song is and I'll send it on WhatsApp. Um, okay. I don't use Spotify. Maybe I need to convert. Okay, I'll, um, yeah, I'll find it and I will um, send it. Sending you so much love, everyone. Excited to see you all next week. Excited to hear how um, you're going to integrate and implement what we've done this week for next week. So, yeah, keep that in mind. Think, feel, say and do. And um, when you feel like you're in a situation, what, what do you do to get back into your body? Because whatever you do will support everyone else. And we all need all these tools and we need to be sharing with each other now because the triggers are at all-time highs as consciousness is rising and we're doing the work. The people who aren't are going to feel it a lot more than we are. So sending you so much love and I'll see you all next week. Bye, gang. Love you so much. Bye.